the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time for Dr. Jomo Cousins on Fresh Wind Radio. And I realized in so many relationships, we're not getting what we want. And when you don't get what you want, you find it. Because if, if expectations are not being met, what I realized... Oftentimes, expectations are not met because expectations have not been explained. We hope you're excited to hear God's word today on Fresh Wind Radio. We've got some incredible opportunities lined up for you later on in the broadcast to support this radio ministry. But for now, let's get straight to the word with Dr. Jomo Cousin. God is doing something. We're starting a new series today called Relationship Realities. Relationship Realities. Praise God. What I learned oftentimes is when you get into relationship or covenant, there's some things you didn't know. You thought you did a background check. You, you, you thought you knew all this stuff. But, but once you got in it, there's some stuff that re- got revealed to you. Look at your neighbor and say, I, I, I agree with you. Uh, there was some stuff I did not know, but uh, I'm here now. Uh, uh, there was some junk in the trunk that didn't get unpacked. And uh, now I see it. Y- y'all know what I'm talking about. Some stuff came out. I, I, thought, I thought they loved Jesus. I, I thought they had good credit. I thought the teeth were real. I thought that was her hair. I thought that was, oh, come on, man. There's some stuff that, that pops off that you just, you, you just didn't know. But now you're married. Wow. And you got some real realities. When I thought about relationships, <laughs> Lord help us, oftentimes, uh, when relationships go south, it's because a need was not met. Yes. Uh, so what, oftentimes when I counsel people, I say, we need to do an expectation exercise. What did you expect? Uh, we, we went to an event this weekend. It was at Ruth Chris, the steakhouse. And uh, they asked me what kind of steak I wanted. I said I wanted uh, uh, wet, medium, but more well than medium. You know, I'm hard. And... You know, it came out perfect, but I've been to steakhouses where I asked for something and it came out, you know, still talking to me, you know, saying, moo, bleed and stuff. And, and I, I sent it back and they, and they put it back on the grill for me uh, because it was not my expectation. And I realized in so many relationships, we're not getting what we want. And when you don't get what you want, you find it. Because if, if expectations are not being met, what I realized, oftentimes expectations are not met because expectations have not been explained. This is what I like and not like. Praise the Lord. So, so this week, uh, my wife made some food and Josiah had his comment. I, I made some stir fry. Josiah 
pretty much cleaned his plate, but there were still vegetables on his plate. It was stir fry, so he ate all the rice. He slapped up all the gravy with the rice and ate all the chicken and left the vegetables. Then he walks the plate to me and says, Mommy, I need more vegetables and I need more rice. And he's saying it real slow like I don't understand what he's saying. So I'm looking at the plate, and he walks off and sits down at the table and politely waits for me to go get his vegetables and his rice. So I said, Josiah, you didn't eat the vegetables. Did you mean chicken and rice? He said, Mommy, whatever is not on the plate, that's what I want. That's real talk right there. He said, you can't see? I was see? trying to get clarity because a lot of times when we're communicating, whether it be your spouse, your friend, family member, we'll say one thing, but we mean another. And if I would not have gotten clarity from him and just took it literal, I would have put rice and vegetables on his plate. And he wanted gravy. I knew that because I'm his mama. So I put the gravy on his plate, but he didn't even ask for that, but I just knew he wanted it. But the thing is, is when we're talking to our spouse, we get upset when we don't get the outcome we want because we didn't communicate properly. And it happens uh, in a lot of situations. Well, I didn't mean that. I meant this is like, uh, I did what you said, not what you meant. So it's a really good exercise and it's a really good practice to repeat back to someone what you heard before you continue because a lot of times what you heard isn't what they meant to communicate. Amen. Amen. I was also, when we were going through this sermon, I asked Pastor Jomo what his expectations were in the marriage before we got married. Because, you know, we, we weren't saved. So we, 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 uh, uh, <laughs> we were not saved when we got married. Uh, uh. And that silence says so much. Oh, by the way, I know we still have children in the room, even though, you know, so the code word today is making soup. Amen? Amen. Amen. So um, when, when, we, when, we, when we got together, uh, I, I felt a lot of pressure on me because um, my mama said I had to make a decision. Her parents said, uh, her father said, you know, now, nah, I assume you're touching on my daughter. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and if you're going to keep touching on her, you need to make a decision. And I said to him, yeah, she's a, she's a good one. And I thought about it. She's a good she one. She is a good one. So if she's a good one, that means there's another. There's more than one good one. So, with that being said, I was not saved. Yes. We met at the club. No, Tom Brown Brown, and then at the club. And uh, she had a big button, a smile. And uh, that girl was not poison. And uh, <laughs> and. She asked me last night, she says, Joma, what was your expectations when we first got married? I said, love and kids. And, and then I asked him, when he said love, did he mean making soup? Because when we first got married, I was 20. 
And he was 22, 23, 22. Yeah, something like 22 or 23. So we were very young. So what love meant for us in our early 20s and what love means for us now is something totally different. So I was just trying to get clarity, you know, in your mind at in your early 20s was love making soup or love what it is right now. Love was making soup. <laughs> Let's be honest. Let's, no, be, let's real. be real. Uh, I did, to, to be, I didn't know what love was, and what I've learned now is, I was in lust. The difference, Holy Spirit gave me this this morning. Lust has no responsibilities. Love has responsibilities. Love should have brought you home last night. <laughs> it's gonna be one I of them days. That. I'm sorry. That's gonna be one of them days. So she asked me the question because what I realized I, I I didn't know what love was. Right. And when I counsel people, they often say, "He should have known better. She should have known better." But if you didn't have someone who displayed love, how can I give what I don't know? Right. So then relationships get frustrated because he should have known better. She should have known better. But if all you've seen is jacked up relationships, right. what happens, you will fall into the same trap. Amen. So what I had to do was I had to go find somebody, a model of what a real relationship looked like. Right. Because see, success leaves clues. So I said, okay, what does it look like? So I realized, I, I, I said, you know, I, you know, I, I got to have some little Jomos and, you know, and you look good and maybe the kids will look good and praise God and, you know, we'll figure it out. So because see, most of us get married because, you know, that's what you're supposed to do. Right. But if you don't really understand what you're getting yourself into, hotmess.com. <laughs> For me, when we first got married, I just wanted him to be faithful. That was now, number one. Now, notice that. The first thing she said was what? That implies. Anyway, go ahead. I, just, I just figure since we're going to, till death do us part, I would actually have to kill somebody else and potentially spend time in jail. She, she is one of them, by the way. She's one, she's one of those that she will fight. <laughs> and then honesty. I want to be honest with me. You've been listening to Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins. Senior Pastor of Love First Christian Center in Riverview, Florida. Hello, family. I'm so excited to come here today and discuss all the amazing things that God is growing. My latest book, Prayer Life, The Conversation, has officially launched, and I can't wait for you to get it in your hands. In this book, I share my journey on the power of prayer. I talk about how I became known as the prayer guy. I speak on the 18 reasons for unanswered prayer. 10 Conditions for Answered Prayer, 5 Benefits of Daily Prayer, Hannah's 5 Keys to Her Prayer Success, Hezekiah's 7-Step Prayer Model, and the 7 Ways to Pray to Get Answers. Throughout this book, I even do a daily journal to where you can log your conversation with God. Get this book in your hands. You can get it from Amazon.com or JomoCousins.com. Again, JomoCousins.com. Get your book today. Give someone the gift of prayer. God bless you. It's Pastor Jomo. Hey, did you know you can join Dr. Jomo Cousins each weekday morning for 20 minutes of prayer to start your day? 
That's right. Monday through Friday at 6.30 a.m. Eastern, Dr. Jomo hosts a prayer conference call. It's a great way to begin your day in communication with the Father. The number to call in is 712-432-0075. Again, the number is 712-432-0075. You simply enter the access code 101-804. Again, the access code is 101-804. For more information or to leave a prayer request for Dr. Jomo to pray over, please visit our website at freshwindradio.com. And now, let's get back to the Word. So intimacy has its own category. And then making soup has another category. Now, I'm not saying, you know what, that's another that's not even in the sermon. Okay, so we're not even going to talk about that. But anyway, so intimacy, making soup, have a servant's heart. Because I have a servant's heart, I love to do things for him, the children, and everybody else that's in my immediate family and close friends. I love to do that so much. I love to give and I love to do things for people so much that I need to be married to somebody that likes to do and serve me or I will just wear myself out. Amen. I want him to have a servant's heart, and then I want him to always have a vision for our family, our marriage, our life. Um, And then I want to feel protected, so protection as well. Now, if you don't have expectations of your relationship, you're going to get what you get. Because you will never get what you don't define. Have you sat down and said, love, this is what I expect my relationship? And that's why there's so much frustration because you have not identified what the goal is. What's the mark? Mine now, my new ones. What are your new? Life partner to fulfill the call of God on my life. I've come to the conclusion that God's called me. I've come to the conclusion that there's something in me that, that, that I have to manifest and I need someone who's in agreement with it. Amen. Because... I put a lot of stuff on my plate. I add weight. So I have to have someone that says, Jomo, you're free to run. I'm transparent when I teach. So I have to have a wife that can deal with my transparency because I'm real and raw. And sometimes if you, if you can't handle me, I'm a problem. Amen. I, I need someone to be my friend. I, I need someone uh, to help me raise our kids in a godly fashion. I, like, I still like making soup. I do. I do, because she asked me as first. She said, Jomo, making soup used to be number one to you. I said, I know. I don't know what happened. <laughs> now, if brother's going to be honest in here, if brother's going to be real in here, when you were about 18 through 25, if you got within six inches of you, something about to pop off. Do I got any real men going to talk? I'm t- and all of a sudden, around 40, around 40, you're like, I'm good. I don't know if I'm the only one, but there was a time when you got within six inches, there's going to be a misunderstanding. Amen. And then all of a sudden, about a certain age, I'm good. I don't want anything. I just want to sleep. That's because you're And then all of a sudden, they wake up. 
tapping you on the shoulder. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm tired. Come on, boy. It's time to work. Boy, God is funny. All of a sudden, he flipped the script on you. And all of a sudden, you talking about, I'm tired. No. (laughs) Am I telling the truth? There there was a season where I'd run through a wall. Now I just want to sit down. (laughs) Real, raw, and relevant. So, I still like making soup. I do. But she said, Jomo, soup should be be so important to you. I said, it still is. I said, but what I've learned now is my purpose supersedes my passion. And you will get to a place in your life where your purpose supersedes your passion. Amen. Meaning, the spirit man in me has finally got control because for most of my life the flesh in me ran me oh I got some brothers in am I telling the truth brothers there was a time in your life where your flesh whatever your flesh said let's do it anywhere anytime but if you grow in him there'll be a transition where now the spirit man says flesh shut up And some of you here have grown and you still ain't told the flesh to sit down yet. Leave that alone right there. Because my wife said, Jomo, you know, soup was so important to you. I said, it is. It's just something happened. My purpose supersedes my passion. Because whenever God is calling you to something great, there will be great sacrifices you got to make. The word, Matthew 19, read out the message Bible today. One day the Pharisees were badgering him. They're Jesus they're talking about. Is it legal for a man to divorce his wife for any reason? They were, they were coming at Jesus because in Deuteronomy 24, uh, they, they had two options. Uh, that The mindset was, I can leave her for any reason or I can only leave her because she cheated on me. Now, it was slanted at that time because it was a, a male-dominated culture. Verse 4 through 6, he answered, I love this. Haven't you read in your Bible? We could stop right there, pause right there. Have you read your Bible? Look at your neighbor, say, Oh, this is good right there. Come on, look at this. Have you read your Bible? No, come on, look at this. One more now, now, I'm just say, I'm, I'm not talking about right now. I'm talking about sometime in the last 30 days. Come on, have, have you read in your Bible? Your Bible? Whoa. whoa. Your Bible means you have one. Look at them and say, do you have a Bible? (laughs) Haven't you read in your Bible? This is Jesus talking. That the creator originally made man and woman for each other, male and female. I I got another one for you. This is a tweetable one. You're not meant to compete with each other. You're meant to complete each other. So many marriages struggle because y'all in competition. Who make more money? Who do this? Who do that? Well, I did this. No, no. We are to complete each other, not compete with each other. Because see, there was a season, y'all, uh, where, where I didn't work. I was on workers' comp, and she had three jobs. And she made all the money. 
And I made the food and took care of jo- uh, Jomo and did took care of the house and stuff. It was a season. Everyone says it's a season. Most of our relationship, you know, I was big daddy. But for a season, I was little boy. No, no, real talk. There, there's seasons of marriage where all of a sudden things change. You are, you're unemployed for a season. You're hurt for a season. Don't worry. If you live with, together long enough, something's going to happen. So in that season, she made more money. And I said, go, girl, go, girl, go. And when, and when I traveled all over the world making money, she said, I'm good. She said, she said, I have you on lease. I know where you're coming home. Go make money and come back. No, no, because at the end of the day, all of it's coming to our house. Amen. Amen. It's about, see, if she wins, I win. If I win, she wins. We're one. Boy, oh boy, hallelujah. They shot back in rebuttal. Now look what it says. He says, creator originally made man and woman for each other, male and female. Everyone say leave and cleave. One more time, leave and cleave. One more time, leave and cleave. The word leave, the word leave means to leave. Mama, daddy, uncle, aunt, they're not a part of your relationship. Leave. Cleave means to be glued together, to bond together, to be so close that people don't know the difference between the both of you. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Oftentimes we struggle with that because, you know, you got all your family up in your business. I know they're sitting right next to you. This is the smile. Uh, verse 7. They shot back rebuttal. If that is so, why did Moses give instructions for divorce papers and divorce procedures? Well, the problem was Moses gave those, uh, those uh, decrees. It wasn't God's plan. God's plan was till death do us part. But the Bible says the hard-heartedness of man, he did it. Jesus said Moses provided for divorce as a concession to your hard-heartedness. But it's not part of God's original plan. I'm holding you to the original plan and holding you liable for adultery if, if you're divorced, your faithful wife, and then marry someone else. I make, an, I make an exception in cases where the spouse has committed adultery. Now, there's some get-out-of-jail-free cards. Abandonment and adultery, okay? Those are biblical, amen? I have two more that are not biblical, but they're rational, amen? Abuse and addiction. Amen? Amen. Now, I try to find the Bible wasn't there, but it's good. If I get to heaven, God correct me, but I just don't believe you get beat up. Amen? Whether it be male or female. True that. I don't see some some brothers take a whooping, so it can go both ways. Praise God. Amen. You can ask Al Green about that. Amen. Praise God. (laughs) I believe that. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Pray for me. (laughs) We will. Amen. Verse 10, Jesus' disciples objected. If those are the terms of marriage, look what it says. We're stuck. <laughs> now, I know I've been in the back room with a lot of married men, and they've been in the room like, Lord, Jesus, should I do it? Shouldn't I? And then ladies, too, because you feel trapped. We're stuck. Look, it says, why get married? Now, look at this, y'all. This is my main text for the day. Verse 12. Let's read this, y'all. Verse 11 through 12. But Jesus said 
Not everyone is mature enough. Look at your neighbor and say, I think he's talking about you. No, no, no. Not everyone is mature enough to live a married life. Notice it said life. See, marriage means you go home at night when you don't want to go home. Marriage means when, when your love has stomach issues or vomiting issues. You've been listening to Fresh Wind with Dr. Jomo Cousins, Senior Pastor of Love First Christian Center in Tampa, Florida. If you've been blessed by the word today, you can pick up a copy of today's message or any of our other great teaching series by simply visiting our website at freshwindradio.com. All of us at Fresh Wind want to thank you for listening and for your continued support to this radio ministry. If you'd like to support Fresh Wind Radio, you can do so by visiting our website at freshwindradio.com and simply clicking the Donate tab. Thanks again for supporting. We'll see you next time on Fresh Wind Radio.